Done. All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Tuesday, October 12th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, and I'm here joined by my man, Mr. Big Marcel. What's up, Marcel? How's everything, man? All good, man. Pretty busy day today. Pretty pour, pouring rain outside, man. Fucking sucked to be a mailman today, but uh, hey, we made it, and uh, yeah, whatever, you know, tomorrow is a little bit less busy day, so yeah. I'm always happy when Tuesday is done. <laughs> Tuesdays are a long day for me, too. I do a lot of work on Tuesday. I've been I've been grinding today, guys, but, uh, you know, I've done my, my uh, writing for now, anyways, probably do some later, but looking forward to talking to you guys about this car this weekend. Let's be honest, it's not the sexiest car on paper, but honestly, the more I broke this car down, Marcel, like, there's some pretty fun fights in this card, and I think there's going to be some violent fights on this card. So, you know, I, I know a lot of people, they look at it, there's not a lot of name value, and obviously the main event really shouldn't be a main event, but I think it's a it's a decent fight now. You know, Marcel, like the, the rest of the undercard, but again, it's a weak main event, so I can totally see why people would be kind of on the fence about this one. Tristan, what's up, man? How's everything? Always enjoy uh, having Tristan here on Tuesdays. Marcel, you know, we're going to have a good show today. We're going to talk about UFC Vegas 40, uh, Lad vs. Dumont. I think it's Lad vs. Dumont. I mean, they're both unranked at 145, but uh, anyways, um, we got Dan Wade's contender series tonight. We'll talk about that as well. And a lot of fight announcements. You know what? Let's just, while we wait for people to get in the chat, let's talk about a few fight announcements, Marcel, before we uh, break down the card. Just talk for a few minutes here. And Tristan said he was happy to see Marcel's post that uh, Masvidal Edwards happening. Yeah. And your boy, um, uh, Abe Cobble uh, retweeted it. So that's official, guys. That fight's 100% official. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great fight. We should talk about the odds for that fight. I'm going to look at them right now, guys, because we do have odds for that now. And right now, Edward is the favorite. So he is minus 210, plus 180 for Jorge Maslow. So I don't think that's any surprise. I and mean, we talked about yesterday. Uh, someone in the chat asked like, who our, our lean was, I guess. We both obviously, Edward said Edward should be favorite. He should be, but... You know, again, Maswell's a dangerous guy. He's got some power, and it's just, we, I don't know. We, it's hard to pick him here, man, honestly. We saw Nate Diaz tagging afterwards. That's you what know? I'm saying, so, yeah. I mean, it's, it's possible, it's possible. It could, but it, that I, was in the fifth round. This is only a three-round fight, which I think bro, favors Leon. I think it favors Leon. And imagine yeah. Masvidal winning the fight, and imagine Colby winning the fight against Usman. That'd be pretty crazy. I mean, they're going to do Colby, Masvidal for sure. It's definitely like a little uh, round robin. So the winner of... I think the title fight will fight Edwards if he wins the fight. If Maslow wins, it obviously would have to be coming to winning. But I think if that happened, Marcel, they would probably do the trilogy fight. I think they would do trilogy between Usman coming in. Because, again, I was at that first fight, guys. That fight was insane. That was a crazy war. And I think the next fight, right, next month, it's, it's actually coming up in three weeks, Marcel. It's going to be a I great mean, fight, man. What's up? And it's crazy when I talk to people sometimes online. They are like, yeah, uh, Usman destroyed colby yeah in the fifth round he he, he destroyed him in, in, in the last three minutes you know but yeah that was two two going into the fifth round it was an amazing fight yeah you know, i had a two two I, I some people yeah. had a three one i think the judges had it split like who and i think Usman would have won obviously because he won the last round yeah, so if, even if he won decision he would have won he should have won but it was a very competitive fight anyways we'll talk I about think, that fight in a few weeks I'm looking forward I think to the judges, the judges had three one Usman, three one Colby, and yeah. two two. So. It was a, it was going to be a split decision for for Usman. Mm-hmm. All right, so some other fights that were announced. Um, you know, I'll just pull yours. I'll, I'll pull up your screen here quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do obviously the preview guys, but just there's people coming in still, so I'll just wait a few minutes. Uh, John says Bruno Silva violence coming. We'll talk about Bruno today, and da- David Dean. Hey David, he says, will John accept a non-title fight this stage of career? Did you guys just? I got to show you my post, guys. I mean, let me, let me see what the. Uh, one second. You got to see this. Because I just saw this thing. Did you see the rankings, Marcel? Did you see the rankings? Yeah, I saw that. That annoyed me. Yeah. 
Okay, so I got to show you this, man. This is pretty wild here. Um, you guys are going to laugh when you see this. All right, let's go to this. Share the screen. Look at this. I mean, come on. Like, this doesn't make sense. So, Yohan actually moved up one spot in the pound for pound rankings. This makes no yeah. sense at all. Explain this to me. It's just stupid. This is garbage. Yeah. These rankings are just, this is another reason why I don't take them seriously, guys. Like, again, I respect guys like Brian also, that do a decent job with them, but most people don't care enough. Huh? Listen, as far as uh, Rodrigo should be uh, ranked uh, above Joanna at this point, you know, Joanna doesn't fight. You know, so this is so and, dumb. She yeah. should have been taken out of the rankings. She's she's been so inactive. Like they took out yeah. Raquel Pennington, they took out. She just got back in them, but she was out of them for a while. Marcel, and she's even and she's even inactive on purpose because all these all these girls have said we got a fight offered against Joanna, and she just doesn't want to fight them. She, she just want to fight for the title. You know what I mean? So like I, so, I respect Joanna. I think we all do. It's just that yeah, me too. Fun me forever, too. But so. come on, yeah, no, she hasn't fun forever. Okay, so I just wanted to bring that up. We're going to do the breakdown in a second. I just want to do one other thing here because Marcel broke a few fights yesterday. Uh, I don't know if you broke this fight, but this is a good fight. No, no. Jeremiah Wells and Jake oh, Matthews. There's this fight Marcel broke. I think it was this one, right, Marcel? This is the one? Yeah. Marcel broke this fight, guys. Hakeem Dewado versus uh, Mike Trezano at UFC Fight Night, February 5th. Yeah, I mean, it's a fun fight. Hakeem is obviously a Canadian guy, so I'm very well aware of his, uh, his abilities. But I mean, Mike Trezano is coming off a good win over Ludovic Klein, we'll talk about today. Good fight, Marcel. Good two. You guys would probably want uh, want to stand in bang. Should be a fun fight. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, great fight. Nice job breaking that. And then again, guys, there's some other fights here. This was announced today. That's not a good one. Sorry, this one. Uh, Jeff Neal and Santiago Pontanibio. Great fights. Uh, this takes place at UFC 269 three round fight. That card's stacked. They've really stacked that card. They, they're stacking the pay per views, but some of the fight nights look very thin, you know. And then obviously we talked about this already. Um, and then this, the other thing I was mentioning is this: uh, Sam Alvey got another fight, guys, and. I got to be honest with you. I mean, he's uh, he's a good guy, Sam Alvey, and I think that's the reason mm -hmm. he's been getting another fight because the UFC likes him. I mean, you look at his record; it's oh six and one in his last seven fights. Marcel, I saw Patrick Cote come out today. Patrick was not happy about it. He because he was cut multiple times by the UFC for losing like one two fights. I looked at his record, Patrick Cote. He had five stints in the UFC, five stints between fights. That's crazy, Marcel. So. He lost to Tito. They cut him. They brought him back. He lost to Chris Lee. They cut him. They brought him back. He lost to Tom Lawler with the pile driver. Remember that fight? Then they brought him yeah. back again. So, yeah, I mean, he's not happy about it. But, yeah, to me, it's, it's you know, Dana White playing favorites. But it is what it is, guys. He made it clear he's going to get uh, another fight anyways after the tournament fight, which was kind of controversial anyways. And then Heinish also has been struggling. I think he's lost five of six, Marcel, or something, or maybe four or five. Let me double-check that. But this is a pretty fair fight, I think, at this point in their career. I just want to – Highlight this one, and yeah, Heinish has lost his four of his last five. All right, let me close that, and we're back here. Let me get these comments, and we're gonna start the preview here. David doesn't think Yuan's gonna fight for a while. I don't think so either, but it'd be nicer to fight. You know, Marina would be the perfect fight, but even the, the loser of Zhang and Rose, although she wants the winner, she won't get the winner. She's not getting a title shot. Is there any replacement for Rockwell yet? Nothing yet. Brendan Allen wants to fight. He's not getting it, guys. He fought him last year and got knocked out. Allah Muhammad mm -hmm. wants to fight. I don't think he's gonna get it either. Different weight class. So I think you look at the rankings, you look at a guy like Calvin Gaslam, who kept it on short notice very often. He does need to pick up a win. Maybe he wouldn't want to um, risk that loss. Maybe uh, there's some other guys like Jack Hermanson would be a good fight. Um, he's obviously coming off a win. That would probably be the ideal fight, but I don't know if Jack would take that fight in short notice. I think that they should just take um, Strickland off the card and, and give him his own fight night or something, you know, Marcel? Like, I, I just don't see the point of having him on, on, that, on that undercard now with Rockhold off the card because was, that was the draw, right? So... Gilbert Burns also like Tristan said as well. So um Jamie said great to see Pons back. I know he's an awesome fighter, man. And then against Jeff Neal, another guy who I love. 
Jose's yeah. asking Magni and Bilal. I'm not sure. I mean, Bilal's calling out Strickland. So I don't know what happened to Magni. Because oh. Magni and Burns were talking some smack too. I mean, maybe they'll yeah. be that fight. Yeah. And David says, Danny blows to his help with Sam. He's a decent guy, man. I mean, after his last fight, I mean, he took to his Instagram and he was like uh, talking about some some soldier that passed away in Afghanistan. Like he wasn't even talking about his fight. He was like, that's not a big deal for me. He's like, I'm talking about the guys. That was like a month ago Whenever remember that whole situation, right? So Sam's a good person, man. And he, you know, he's got like five kids, guys, you know? So let's have a yeah. hard year. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like if he gets cut, where's he going to make this kind of money? Nowhere else. So let's have a hard you year know? a little bit, you know? You know, out of the thing that's kind of, you know, I understand that certain fighters who are younger, I want to get in the UFC and see a guy who's 06 and 1 and getting another fight. That's kind of discouraging, you know, to see that, it you is. know. But on the other hand, I, I really hate it when fighters go to other fighters saying, like, why is he still in the UFC? He shouldn't be here. Like, it's kind of like, it's, it kind of feels dirty, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean, Marcel. It, it's a doggy dog business, though. I mean, if you know, he's on the roster, another guy wants a spot. So it's it's a mm -hmm. tough business, guys. Jamie says, I, I bet Colby will be used to now that they have to do uh, a trilogy because of the cosmic forces keeping Leon from a title fight. All right, let's get into this breakdown for UFC Vegas 40, Marcel. Again, guys, I used the bout order from UFCstats.com. That is the official bout order for these cards. All right, so let's start with the first fight on the card, Marcel. Estela Nunez against Ariane Carnalosi, women's 115. Right now, we have Arnold, uh, Ariane Carnalosi, minus 155, plus 135 for Estela Nunez. Give your thoughts on the opening fight of the card. Yeah, man, Estela Nunez coming from one championship who haven't fought in over three years because she got the USADA suspension. Um, was supposed to debut against Angela Hill. Then she got booked against Ginger Frey. Didn't happen. And now she's fighting Cardinalosi. Um, thing is, in one championship, she looked pretty good, man. She has one loss in the one championship and was in the, against the current uh, champion, Angela Lee. Uh, she got good wins there over, over Maya Maguchi and Gina Inyong. But thing is, man, she hasn't fought for three years, you know? So I'm really I'm really curious how she's looking. If you look at Ariana Cardinalosi, Coming off that uh, Nali Young fight, which was an amazing fight, man. I remember that. It was the first one of the night. It was a crazy one. Uh, she she won the second round. What lots of uh, how do you say that? Lots of scram scrambles in the first round. Yeah, um, was a fun one. She lost to Angela Hill before that. Um, yeah, it's I don't want to be disrespectful. Kind of a low tire fight in my opinion. This division so far. Uh, Listen, man, I got to go with Carnelosi. She's been active, you know, and I don't know too much, but maybe Estela Nunes looks amazing, you know? Yeah. We don't, I, I just don't know, you know? And uh, I just don't know, you know? Sounds really weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fair enough. And, uh, and what, yeah. how do you think she'll win? I'm going with a decision win for Carnelosi, man. I think she outpowers her probably. All right, so I, I honestly didn't know anything about Nunes really before I watched the tape. I want to show you guys this. Have you seen this, Tyler Marcel? Watch this one, guys. It's a fun one. Watch this one. So watch this. One, two. Three. Oh yeah. Triple head kick. I mean, I haven't really seen that before. Just spamming head kicks and knocks the girl out. So this girl's got power. She's a Muay Thai fighter, as you can tell from that video. And I mean, she's a good striker. You know, if she can keep this fight in the feet, she'll probably win the fight. But uh, I don't think she'll keep it standing, Marcel. From what I've seen, she can be taken down. Um, in her mm -hmm. fights in one championship, she was taken down in those fights. She is good at scrambling, though, like you said, Marcel, in reversing position. So maybe she could scramble but the thing is carlosi is extremely physically strong like she's a little tank and yeah. you know she proved in that fight in the last one that she can take a punch too man and you know she came back in that second round ground and pounded the girl out the angela hill fight was not a great performance by her but you know that's a that was a tough debut on short notice and mm -hmm. you know she suffered a cut to lose it wasn't like she got finished um by by punches or something 
And honestly, I mean, you look at what she did before in Brazil, she was pretty much dominating everyone she fought, including Gloria DePaulo, who she fought and took her down at will. Um, obviously, that girl doesn't have great takedown defense, as we know now, but I, I just think she's going to be able to get down uh, Nunez. But again, you know, Nunez, like you said, Marcel, three-year layoff, so maybe she's been improving. But for me, you know, a fighter coming off of uh, steroid suspension after three years, I will look to probably play against that. So I like Carnal Lopes in this fight, guys. I, I think she gets Nunez down, grinds her out, probably wins the decision, although I do think ground and pound finish is possible. But I like her in this fight, Marcel. I think she wins, even though, again, Carnal, or, uh, Nunez is a fun fight. I just think, fun fighter. I just think Carnal is kind of a, Bad matchup for it. By the way, David's asking, uh, you were saying that Holland would have fought Strickland. Yeah, I think so. It's too bad that fight didn't, uh, because of Big Dan Murgliotter. No, I'm just kidding. It would have been no contest either way. But uh, yeah, we have to see that rematch. And then maybe they'll just, re you know, that fight's next month. Maybe they'll, they'll tell Sean to wait till next year and they book the Holland fight. That makes sense too. Go to the next fight in the card, Marcel. Brandon Davis makes his return to the UFC against Denat, Bakarill. And this fight's interesting too. Minus 185 for Bagaro, plus 160, Brandon Davis. Give me your thoughts on this fight. Yeah, so let's start with Brandon Davis. Um, yeah, he was in the UFC before, right? He came from the Dana White Contender Series. Um, he, had some, he had some good performances in the UFC, but also uh, kind of a questionable. Um, I think his, uh, his performance over Randy Costa is probably his best performance in the UFC. He got a, he got a finish there. Um Remember that split decision loss against Giga Chikatsu where they first uh, announced a draw on the broadcast and then later it was a split decision loss. Uh, after that, he went on a four-fight win streak at Gulf Coast MMA. Uh, he, got a he became a champion there. Uh, got called back to the UFC, now fighting down at Bacharel. I really like Bacharel, man. I told you last time out, man. I remember his debut against Alapeng Haley. A very close fight, unanimous decision loss for the fight of the night. After that, looked amazing against Kennedy, and he looked even better against Kevin Natividad. Both knocked, knocked both out. Um, I think Davis is probably a better fighter than his last two fights, his last two wins. But I really like Bacharel, man. I think he's a very good fighter, and I have the feeling that he's already becoming better, although he's already 32. But mm -hmm. 32 isn't old, man. I'm 32 myself, so I'm not going to say that's old. Um, I mean, I think Bacharel wins the fight. Will he stop him? I don't know, man. Brandon Davis is pretty tough, so I'm going with the decision win for Bacharel here. Do you know what Brandon Davis does for a full-time job during the day? No. Works for UPS. I saw it on his uh, Instagram. So he he's still oh, working sorry. a second job, guys. So he's a mailman so like you, basically. It's actually a colleague. I'm picking against yeah, my Yeah, he's basically a mailman, too. I was going to say, basically. Yeah. I mean, listen, like, he's looked good for sure in his four fights away. They're on YouTube. I would recommend watching them yeah. just to get a feel. I mean, he looked good. But the thing is, he fought some scrubs, guys. Like, these guys were terrible. Josh Huber, a guy who's a, like an old veteran. Ray Trigello got the losing record. And even this Brad Kelly guy was a split decision. He, You know, he did look good against the Elon guy, though. I will say that. He looked good in the Huber fight. He looked really good. It's only a minute long. He kicks him in the body and knocks him out. It's a nice finish, but I don't know if these wins really convince me that he's like going to beat a guy. Badger, like, there's a reason this guy was cut. He couldn't hang the first time. He went two and five. Don't get me wrong. He's a decent fighter. And stylistically, it's not a terrible matchup for Brandon Davis because, you know, Badger did show some holes in the takedown defense against Haile Alatang. And I think Davis, if he works takedowns, could make this a gritty fight. But I think if it stays on the feet, I think Badger is the better striker. And you know, even though Davis is a good striker, I just think Badgerall does have more power, man. And, you know, people are kind of, they're looking at this Guido Canetti fight, uh, win, and they're like, eh, knocked out Guido Canetti, who cares? Well, that's the only time Guido's ever been knocked out. Manny Martinez didn't knock him out. And that guy's, everyone talks about his power. So I actually think that win looks a little better now, Marcel, in hindsight. And the Kevin Nativity, that guy, I mean, that guy obviously doesn't have a chin, so I'm not going to say much about that. But even in the Altang fight, I mean, he put up a good volume of striking that, and 
got tired late, but you know, the guy's training at Jackson Winkle, John. I, I think he wins a fight, Marcel, too. I'm with you on this one, man. I, I like Davis. He's decent. And I, I, the thing is, like, the odds for me, like, I think they should be a little tighter. I will say that. Probably about minus 150, minus 185 or whatever. But mm-hmm. I don't want to get swayed by plus money just because of that. You know, I, I think that Badgerville is going to win the fight. I think he's the better striker. I think he's the fight standing and wins the fight. Um, and obviously, he had a full camp. Uh, I think Davis had a fight lined up, I want to say. But I don't, I'm not 100% sure. I mean, like I said, the guy couldn't hang the – he went two and five the first time, guys. Like, that's not really a guy you want to bet on, I don't think. You know, Marcel, like, he's very inconsistent. Having said that, again, he has looked good in his last couple of fights, so maybe he could surprise us. John just said, uh, Strickland has put out a fun Instagram video responding to Bilal. Sounds like Sean wants to wait until – that's why. That's why I thought. He wants to wait until January. They're just going to move him. Hey, Theodore, what's up, man? What do you guys think of open scoring? So I saw that they're going to do that in Colorado. I'm not sure if it's for – like, I think they can use it. They don't have to, but I think they have the option now. Same with Kansas. I'm not a huge fan of it, personally. I think it does take away some of the drama and the intrigue. I get it. You know, there's that point of, well, every other sport, most sports, anyway, not boxing, obviously, too, but, you know, you know the score is, right? I get it. But for me, it's like that does take away some of the intrigue. I think when you're waiting for that those cards to be right, it's always intriguing. And also, again, we talked about that Tim Elliott fight the other day. He thought he was up two rounds, guys. You saw him coast in that third round. I think you'll see that more. So I personally don't think we need it in the sport. I think the sport's great right now. I don't know why we need to change this, but give me your thoughts, Marcel. I mean, I don't know how it helps, to be really honest, man, because, you know, there's open score. I don't know, man. I mean, uh, I, I don't see anything. Uh, you saw, I think Invicta did it, right? Yeah, they it did. It didn't help anything because I remember, Nothing. like, uh, the main event or co-main event last time, like, not last time, but the card before that one. Um, that should have been a win for the Brazilian girl, I think, mm-hmm. and the other girl got it. So, I mean, I don't know how that how that uh, is better or anything. Also, like I remember, I saw I don't know who said that. There was a journalist as well. Like, uh, we need five judges instead of three. Why? You need comp. Uh, you need uh, ju- yeah. how do you say them? Good judges, you know, judges, judges, competent yeah. judges. Yeah, you, I mean, you see with Glory all the time, man. Glory yeah. has five judges. You got four judges who has the other fighter, and one judge who got the other. You got a split decision. You got like uh, multiple split decisions, even more. It's just stupid, you know. You got saw majority. Just, that wouldn't be considered majority, though, if it was four. No, just split. They say that okay. split. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I do think there's something to having five judges because you, you would get two extra set of eyes on it. And, you know, if it's a bad decision, then hopefully two other people wouldn't see it that way, right? But they won't do that, guys. Really, what we need is better judging. But anyways, let's get back to the card here. So, Ludovic Klein takes a... Sorry, what did you say? And we need the judges who help themselves on the criteria of scoring. That's the most important. Yeah, I think a lot of people just assume they know how to score fights. Again, you know, I would definitely recommend going through the unified rules. When I first became a fan of the sport, Marcel, I went through those rules so many times. I, I wanted to know every single thing. And even as someone who, who like lives and breathes a sport, I still go and brush up on the rules, guys. Like it's a good thing to do that, you know. All right, let's talk about the sex fight. Ludovic Klein against Nate Landwehr. Pardon me, One more, one more thing. Yeah, Can yeah, I give sure. you an example. Yep, yeah. Um, uh, we had a, an, uh, an event in the, in the Netherlands over here on Sunday, uh, an MMA event, and our, the first round was for fire, was fighter A who won, and in the second round, fighter A had in a, was in a dominating position, and he was landing strikes from out of the guard, you know, and then the referee, I don't know, was stand him up, the other fighter uh, eye pokes him, not on purpose, but so they get the time, and then the other fighter takes over and wins the round. So he was in a, it was one one. Going into the third round again, that fighter A had an advantage in positioning. Again, he breaks them up, and again the other fighter takes over, wins the fight twenty nine twenty eight. I mean, 
those things are really bad, you know, but definitely Netherlands is bad because we are here like a kickboxing kind of people and they want to see stand-up. They don't want to see the ground game, but it's MMA, you know, and right. that's what I mean. Official officiating and officials should be uh, competent, should know what they do, what they are doing because they're robbing people from their fire, from, from their wins, basically, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, you ruin guys' careers. You ruin their, they don't get yeah. half their paycheck. All right, let's go on. And Theodore said it might be exciting for the fans of the venue. I think it'd be more exciting I think it'd be less exciting if anything. If you knew what the scores were, I don't know. Maybe that's just my opinion. I don't know. I get what you're saying. Like if a guy knows he's down, maybe he. But I think if you know you're down, you're gonna know you're down. You know what I mean? Like, anyways, let's let's talk about the fights. Ludovic Klein against Nate Landwehr. I am looking forward to this fight. Klein right now, big favorite, minus three twenty plus two sixty for Nate Landwehr. Uh, I'll I'll just start off, Marcel. I'm with Tristan. He says Klein's a good bet. I like Klein too, Marcel. I really like him in this fight. I really really like him in this fight, and I think. Minus 300, minus 320, you get him around that. That's a good parlay piece for this week, guys. I, this guy should win the fight all day, and he's just a way better striker, um, and he's a way better grappler, too. You know, you saw against Mike Trezon, very smart fighter, Marcel. I think he should have won that decision, and again, he was smart. He was, it was a close fight with the striking, and then he goes, shoots these takedowns late, tries to get the you know points on the scorecard. That's a smart fighter. Even though it didn't get him the decision, it was smart. Whereas Nate Landwehr is kind of a dumb fighter. I mean, the guy walks forward with his hands down, literally has his hands at his waist. And he's been knocked out two of his three fights in the UFC. Probably should have lost to Darren Elkins if that cut didn't happen. Um, this is a guy that, honestly, Marcel has not impressed me in the UFC at all. Great opportunity to bet against him here. I think Klein knocks him out probably, if not wins the decision. But I, I love Ludovic Klein this fight, Marcel. There's literally no logical explanation why you should pick Landwehr over Klein. There is not. You know what I mean? Um, he lost Rosa by knockout. He lost to Burns by knockout. And the Elkins fight, like you said, man, I scored a 29-28 for Elkins, you know? And many people were pissed about about that on Twitter back then. It's like, no, you, can, you, don't, you can't score a fight. It's like, listen, guys, Elkins always gets cut in every fight. And it looks like he's got, he got destroyed in that fight because of that cut. But that's not true. He was actually winning two of the three rounds. But nobody, pretty much nobody picked that up. I'm glad you did. Um, I mean... Klein looked good in the UFC, did amazing against Shane Young in his debut, and uh, against uh, Trezano, very close fight. He, he lost unanimous decision, but he could have won that one as well. So, I mean, it, it's kind of a, to be really honest, it's kind of a weird matchmaker to me. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, definitely picking Ludovic Klein here. Ludovic Does Klein, he get the head yeah. kick again? Do you think he knocks him with the head kick? Oh, I mean, I mean, why not? You know, Lantwer comes forward, he has his chin up. I mean... Lampard was really good in M1, man. I really yeah. liked him there, but yep. he hasn't been good in the UFC so far, in my opinion. He's been good on the mic, but not in the, in the cage. But, yeah, I mean... Yeah, don't bet I on this guy. Don't, don't, don't bet on him, guys. Don't even be tempted by the plus money. He's just not a guy you want to bet on, really, with the chin issues and with... Just Marcel, it's a striking defense. He literally keeps his hands at his waist and walks forward. If he mm -hmm. does that, he'll probably get kicked in the head and knocked out. I know uh, Klein's not the tallest guy for this division by any means, but I, I think he's going to catch this guy. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Sajar so Eubanks against Luana Carolina in the women's flyweight division. And uh, no surprise here either, Marcel. Uh, Eubanks minus 325 plus 265 for Carolina. Your thoughts on this one? Yeah, man. That Luana Carolina kind of looks like Jada Pinkett after she uh, <laughs> cut her dreads off. Um, yeah, Luana Carolina uh, also came to USC for the Contender Series, the Brazilian Contender Series. Um, one against Casuera in her debut, that nasty knee bar, remember, against Ariana Lipsky, where she screamed uh, very hard. And then the Poliana uh, split decision, which you have called uh, here. You, you called that she was going to win that, and I, I wasn't on Poliana. Uh, Eubanks, 
Listen, man, I think Eubanks, uh, as long as she keeps fighting at 125, she can make weight. She can be a threat in, the, in that division, you know? She's strong. She has a good, she has a pretty uh, solid wrestling game, I think. Um, at bantamweight, I mean, I, I think she 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 isn't special at bantamweight to do anything there, you know. I think at flyweight she, she's probably better, and I pretty much expect her to to uh, get Luana to the ground and pro- probably uh, trying to stop her there. So that would be either ground and pound, Eubanks, or a decision for Eubanks here. If Carolina can keep it standing, she has a chance, but I'm going with you. Yeah, no, I think Carolina is kind of underrated. I think people don't realize that she is a decent fighter. And I, I honestly, Marcel, I only realized that once I was in Brazil, I saw her fight catch where and uh, Lucas, uh, Lucas, the, your your boy, he was managed. I don't know if he's still a manager, but he was. And he was like, you should watch for Carolina tonight. She's going to put on a good fight. It was a great fight. He also told me Johnny Walker is going to win the UFC light heavyweight title. That didn't happen. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think a lot of us thought that would happen. Anyways, it's about this fight. So I think it's competitive, but I mean, Eubanks with that wrestling man in that last fight looks so dominant in this division. And, you know, Carolina is a big fly, flyweight too. She did, she missed weight in her last fight, Marcelo, worth mentioning that. But I think it was short notice. I can't remember. But yeah, you know, she's coming in on this one. And uh, I think they'll both make weight, hopefully. And just based on Eubanks' last fight, I have to go with her, you know, because that ground game is so dominant. But Carolina, if she keeps the standing, will make it interesting. Um, but I think she'll probably get it down to the ground. Eubanks and Grinds are like, uh, you know, Julia Villa is a better striker, probably, and she took her down. You know what I mean? Marcel and Julia Villa is probably a better fighter, bigger fighter, too, took her down. So I, I think Sajara with the, at this weight can be pretty dominant, to be honest with you. Um, let's get these comments. Doug, Doug, hey, what's up, man? He says, Elkins gets cut like a Diaz. Sure does, bud. Sajara's always a tough fight. She is, and she's a big favorite here for a reason. She has that wrestling. Um, Eubanks, the very rare finish last night out fight, go distance prop, looks good for probably. Yeah, I think you can even consider just, you know, Eubanks. I think she'll be very popular. I, You know, she's minus 325. I think that line's going to keep going up. Um, I'd say with Klein, I think both those guys' lines will go up a little bit. But, you know, they still should win. All right, now, and here's another fight with a kind of a big favorite, Marcel, I guess you could say, like decent-sized favorite here. We got Ramazan Amiv against Danny Roberts, and Ramazan is a decent-sized favorite, Marcel, minus 255, plus 215 for uh, Danny Hot Chocolate Roberts. Uh, you know, Marcel, I'll, I'll start this one off too. I mean, just like the other fight with Langer and Klein, like I don't see a reason to pick Danny Roberts in this fight. Ramazan Amiv is, uh, he's a, he's just, he's kind of boring, let's be honest, but he's effective at what he does, Marcel. He's very good at pinning guys against the fence, getting to the ground, holding them there, and he doesn't get hit. You look at his like stat, uh, strikes absorb, it's only, it's under two. You know, whereas Danny Roberts gets hit a lot in this fight. Danny, Danny's got more power, I'll say that. Definitely he's got more knockout power, more explosive, but Gets dominated with the grappling a lot of his fights. 53% takedown defense, just not good enough, Marcel. I, just like the other fight with Langwer and Klein, I, I like Amiv a lot in this fight. I think he's another guy you could you know, parlay in Marcel. And I like Roberts as a fighter. He's an exciting guy, but I think it's a really bad matchup for him personally. What do you think? Yeah, man. Uh, Ramos had the Dagestani decision. MEF. I mean, we all know what he's going to do. He's going to probably <laughs> win by decision. You know, and it won't be very entertaining. Yep. <laughs> That's just how we fight, you know. I mean, some fighters just aren't really entertaining to watch, but they get it done nine out of ten times, you know. And the thing yeah. is, if Danny Roberts uh, doesn't get, like, a crazy knockout out of there, he probably will lose. So I'm going with MEF decision. It, it's the most safe pick. And probably, if this fight happens five times, four times, MEF will win the five by decision. So I'm picking MEF. I agree. I'll be honest with you guys. Like, I feel like this is a guy that he could be released eventually because I don't think his style is that with what the UFC is looking for. I'll be honest like with you, Marcel. A little bit Theodoro-esque. 
Like that, or um, Rustam Kabalov was another guy I think they released. Yeah. He had a grinding style. But Elias is a mm-hmm. very similar fighter. That's a great uh, comparison. Uh, guy who's a guy's, you know, he wants to pin you against the fence, take you down, just hold you there. He doesn't really throw a lot of offense, but honestly, that's a guy that I kind of want to bet on, though. <laughs> Marcel, like, he's a good bet. <laughs> yeah. He's just boring Same to watch. <laughs> I mean, he's a nice <laughs> prospect. I don't even know if he's a prospect anymore. He's 30. Isn't he like 34, I want to say? He's 34, yeah. Yeah, he's older than me, guys. He's not a prospect. <laughs> Sorry, but he's not uh, anymore anyways. He's a decent fighter, though. You know, he should win the fight. Against Dane Roberts, Marcel, exciting guy. Um, nice win the last time out, but I just don't believe it in Marcel. I mean, I, you know, his record in UFC, by the way, I think is sub-500. No, that's close. It's uh, it's 6-4, and four, so it's not very good. He, he loses a lot. Also, his chin's not very good. You know what? If Ramazan's going to finish anyone, it would actually be this guy, wouldn't it, Marcel? This would be the guy who finishes. It's possible. It's possible, yeah. Look, even Glenn just said it. He said it in the chat. He said maybe Emmy can finish him. Maybe with grounded pound, like Mike Perry did. Or Mike Perry with a knee, I think, and they pounded him out. It was a brutal fight. I was watching that the other day. But I think he could get um, knocked out again. I love, you know, that fight was amazing. Also, the fight with uh, Claudio Silva was a really good fight. Watch that. It's a very fun fight. But again, Marcel, Claudio Silva's like 40 years old and took him down at will. All right, throw the next fight. Do you remember Claudio Silva said he tapped? And the ref was like, yeah, he tapped. I was just like, I didn't tap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But you know why? You probably would have, I think, was it armbar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, great fight. Andrew Sanchez against Bruno Silva is the next one here in middleweight division, Marcel. And uh, interesting fight. And this one of the tightest odds of the card for this one. Minus 150 for Bruno Silva, plus 130, Andrew Sanchez. Give me your thoughts on this fight. Man, this is a difficult one, man. To be really honest, um, Andrews. This, by the way, got kicked out of the uh, of the main card. This was a main card opener, so it's a nice prelim uh, headline. Really weird. Um, Andrew Sanchez, um, the ultimate fighter winner. We all know, you know, and he has like ups and downs in the UFC. Sometimes he looks really good, and sometimes like, yeah, this is not good at all. Remember the Wellington Terman knockout where he knocked out Wellington Terman. I didn't expect him to knock him out. To be really honest. But he did a uh, good win over Mark. That Mark Andre Barrio actually win looks actually pretty pretty good now. You know, after uh, the recent uh, win for Barrio has put together, um, the Muradov fight last time I expected Muradov to win that fight against Andrew Sanchez, so was a too surprised for that. Bruno Silva been high on the guy since he was at uh, at M1, where he fought uh, Slomenko, knocked out Slomenko in the first round, then uh, then won the title against Horlov. Um, also by knockout, then he got also in a USADA suspension in the UFC for two years. Uh, came back against Wellington German, knocked him out first round. Um, but had trouble, I think, in the first round. I can't remember. Yeah, so he got I, taken down, and then Wellington took his back and he slipped off. And then Bruno got in yeah. top position and pounded his face in the ground, basically. Exactly. So, this is, yeah, this is kind of a tricky thing, you know, because if Sanchez gets his back, I don't think Sanchez will let him go like Wellington did. So uh, my gut feeling, my, still my gut feeling says Bruno Silva will probably knock out Andrew Sanchez. But Andrew Sanchez has definitely ways to win this fight. Uh, he's a better grappler, I think, than uh, Wellington Terman. That's my opinion. I don't know if you share that opinion. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm going with Bruno Silva by KO in the second round. But I wouldn't be surprised if Sanchez wins this. This is a close fight to me. Yeah, I should recommend uh, James, my boy, my boy James Lynch, interviewed Andrew, and he went to AKA, so it's something interesting. He was training in Canada and TriStar for years. Um, you know, Andrew Sanchez, he's a former Ultimate Fighter winner, Marcel, and he's kind of had, like, a, a decent career, but not great. You know, 5-4 and four in the UFC, mm-hmm. he's had some decent wins. Like, bar- that burial win looks pretty good right now. Uh, even yeah. Terman looks good by Knocko, and then Roundtree, obviously. So he's had some good wins, but again, you know, the, the problem with this guy is, especially in the third round, Marcel, three Knocko losses in the third round. 
it's in the story of his career just gasses out a little bit um interesting fight i mean here's the thing like bruno i i was i liked him in the wellington turn fight even knowing wellington could take him down i still figured wellington doesn't have a good really good chin at all like and he can get ko and i figured bruno if he gets top position but that's the thing he has to get top position almost all his knockouts are by grounded pound it's not by standing knockout really he did knock out uh alexander slamenko standing but it was it was an old version of alexander slamenko marcel wasn't like the the old good slamenko you know like it's a decent win but not great gotta, go ahead we gotta be honest that's was both not under USADA rules. Yeah, this guy has not looked. I mean, physically looks. He looks fine, but you know, we have to mention he was gone for you know two years, three years because of USADA. Um, don't get me wrong. I mean, the guys had some good performances for sure. I and mean, again, he gets sure. a, he gets on top of you. You're you're fucked. I mean, let's be honest. Like he has really heavy ground and pound. Some of the heaviest in the division. But I look at this fight with this guy Moise Rimbon, who is like an old fighter. Have you seen that fight, Marcel? He's super old. He's a Dutch guy, yeah, French guy. Yeah. 44 years old. He used to fight in Too Hot to Handle. He fought over in there, 2002. Yeah. Anyways, that fight was only, it was five years ago, but you know, the guy was taken down well by a guy who was 39 years old at that mm -hmm. point. Um, Andrew Sanchez is a significantly better wrestler. Actually, he's the best wrestler this guy's probably ever fought. Uh, Andrew Sanchez's chin is super sketch, but I think he can take this guy down, man. Honestly, like I've seen his fights, he gets he gets taken down, and yeah, I'm going with Andrew Sanchez by decision, Marcel. I'll go for an upset here in this one. Um, I I think Blondado is good, and obviously he can knock him out. That seems like what a lot of people think, but if he doesn't, Marcel, he's going to get grinded out. And honestly, I th I think that Sanchez is is going to be smart in this fight, and he, I don't think he's going to strike. He's just going to go for wrestling and hold him against the fence, take him down, and make it the boring, boring but effective, and probably win the decision. So I like Andrew Sanchez. All right, main card time, guys. We've got a fun main card here. Five fights, Marcel. Start in the uh, middleweight mm -hmm. division. Once again, we have Julian Marquez against Jordan Wright. Fun fight here. Marquez, minus 235, uh, minus 235 and plus 95 for Jordan Wright. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, the Cuban, the Cuban missile crisis against the Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> so, um, Julian Marquez, um, I like him a lot, man. I think he's a good fighter. You know, coming from the Glory MMA. Uh, He's from Glory MMA and Fitness, right? With James Cross, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he's a good fighter, man. He he, he did it for over two and a half years when he came back against Maki Pitolo, was losing, and then out of nowhere got that anaconda choke and won via submission the third round. Then he stopped Alvi with a rear naked choke in the second round. I mean, can we really put any weight on on Alvi at this moment? I don't know for Alvi. I don't really know. You know, if you look at Jordan Wright. Um, I remember in the contender series, man, um, he got knocked out by Anthony Hernandez early in the fight. He uh, got overturned in no contest. Then he got a good win against Gabriel Checo in the uh, LFA. Mm -hmm. got great his, win. Got signed. Yeah, yeah. It was impressive. It got was pretty impressive. Yeah. Indeed. He got signed by the UFC. Um, won against Aguilar on short notice, then lost to Buckley. And I think in round one, he didn't do bad. And then against Pickett, he, 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 he overwhelmed Pickett pretty much, you know? And, uh, also, shout out to uh, one of his coaches, Anthony Hardonk, the former Dutch fighter, also Vladimir Matryoshenko, mm -hmm. one of his coaches at Dynamics. Um, yeah, man, this is, I mean, the thing is, Jordan Wright, he can get it done early, but at the long term, I would pick Julian Marquez here, man. I think Marquez has more upside to win here. I'm taking Marquez via submission probably in the second or third round, man. 
Yeah, and let me just get these comments here. Jose said, I think Ramzan's booked at rain. You'll see not giving rain guys because he's boring, not dry. I agree with that. That's true. Boring again. Hey, man. He says, Alvi wasn't far removed from uh, drawing with Jung. Yeah, and Alvi probably should have beat Jung. I think and that's probably why he's getting these fights in the UFC still. I don't think he beat Span. I think he even said that he probably lost that fight 29 28. But the third round was super sketch. As someone who had Span in the parlay that day, he got rocked with like 10 seconds. That was so scary. <laughs> I was shitting my pants. He was, oh man, the odds were not good for that one. Anyways, uh, Marquez and Wright. Um, it's an interesting fight. You know, Marcel, it, it's an interesting fight. I, I do think there's some upset potential here, guys, with Jordan Wright. You know, he's, he's an underrated guy, I think. I think people are underrating him a little bit. Like, the odds are a little too high, I think, for Marquez here, Marcel, in my opinion. You know, uh, Marquez is good. Don't get me wrong. He, the thing that I like about Julian, he seems to have a really good chin. Like, he's, it seems like it's going to be hard to, like, kind of get him out of there. You know, Marcel, like, both his losses by decision. Um, and he's got well-rounded game, right? Really good submissions. Like, really good. Probably some of the better one, better submissions in this division, I would say. Nasty on the ground, but again, he can be taken down. This takedown defense stinks. And Wright's wrestling is not bad against that Pacheco guy, Marcel. Took him down. And then later on, obviously knocked him with that. I think it was like a knee, right? So he, you know, he's an interesting guy. I mean, he, he beat Villanueva, overwhelmed him. He beat Pickett, overwhelmed him. So, you know, it's possible Marquez could get overwhelmed early because Sam Alvey did hurt him a little bit in the field in that fight too, Marcel. You know, <laughs> I, I still, I think I have to pick Marquez because to me, he seems like the more tougher guy. And I think that Wright, that, that durability, I, I definitely question because he has been knocked out twice. I count the Anthony Hernandez fight as a knockout. He got he tested positive for weed, guys. That's a knockout loss. Same with the Buckley fight, obviously. So to me, Marcel, like the the chin sketches me out, but I think this guy's not a bad fighter, honestly. Like, and he's well rounded too. Like, people just talk about his striking, but he actually can take you to the ground too. And I think it'd be it's crazy as it sounds because Marquez has those subs. It might not be a bad decision to take this guy to the ground, Marquez to the ground if he could. Um, because Wright does have pretty good top control. So I think he's a live dog here, but I still got to go with Marquez, Marcel. I, I got to go with him. I will say this, though. I don't think this fight goes a distance. I think this fight ends inside the distance. Yeah, and that's minus 300. So I'm not a genius saying that. I'm just checking right now. But <laughs> I, I I think it's probably going to inside the distance. And I agree with Boring Aces. Wright hasn't looked good when he stepped up the competition. I agree with that. I agree. But again, you know, I, saw, I did bet on, I think, Marquez against... Actually, you know, I bet him against Alvi, and that was fine. But the Batolo fight, I passed on him because of the layup. But people that did bet him were so scared that day because yeah, he, was, he was so rusty in that fight, Marcel. But I think he did shake off some rust in that fight. So I'm kind of banking on him getting better. And again, he's training with James Cross, and those guys are hot right now for the most part. Hopefully, he doesn't tell him he's up to nothing when he's down or when it's tied or something. <laughs> that, that, that's a that's a cheap shot, Adam. <laughs> I had to say. All right, let's go to the next I fight. This is a fun one, guys. Manon Ferro against. Myra Bueno Silva, and I'm pretty sure we talked about this fight like last month, yeah. I want to say. Yeah. Was it 266, I think it was supposed to take place? I can't remember anymore. But anyways, or maybe the card before that. Minus 220 for Mayon Furo, plus 18 for uh, Bueno Silva. You know, I, 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 my breakdown hasn't changed. I mean, yes, uh, someone in Mayon Furo's camp got COVID. That wouldn't change my breakdown of the fight. <laughs> Although I do think Bueno Silva is a decent fighter, and I think you had some good things to say over the last time, Mar Marcel, as well. Uh, to me, Manny Furo, I, I think the hype is real on her. You know, I think she is legitimately that good. And uh, this girl is so dangerous. And what I like about her, Marcel, he's not just winning fights. She's destroying everyone. Like, she goes in there and finishes you. And I, I think the level of competition so far hasn't been great. I do think this is a step up for her. But I think it's a step she passes. I think it's a, a fight she wins. And honestly, I wouldn't mind if she used her wrestling in this fight. Because Brino Silva's big weakness is her wrestling. So I'd like to see her maybe using wrestling here. I've been impressed with this girl. And I think she wins this fight against Silva. Um, so give me your thoughts on this one, Marcel. Any, has it changed at all or no? No, still the same, man. I, th I feel like 
as long as Manok is can keep this one standing. You know, she's in the in the Oh, Bueno still has good stand up though. She's a Muay Thai fighter, right? For the most part. She does have good subs too. She's dangerous, but you're right. I, mean, I think she's she's okay on the she's okay on the ground, but her standing is not, not I don't think she's outstanding. You can't compare to your. No, I, I agree with that. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I, th I think you're right. Anyways, we, we broke down this fight. We broke it down already. Yeah, yeah. and honestly, man, Furo, she has one loss on her record. I still think she won that fight. So. I think so too. I mean, uh, was it Lane McCord, right? That was the yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. You could, I saw on YouTube, I think. Uh, I watched it and I thought she won. Glenn says, yeah. for me, Furo's getting more hype than her record deserves. No wins against anyone noteworthy. You know, Glenn, you're not wrong. I don't think, but honestly, she's only minus 220. It's not like she's minus 500. So to me, it's not that much hype. It's some hype. I think a lot of hype is coming from the fans, not necessarily the market though. Because you look it's, at the odds, it's somewhat competitive, guys. It's minus two twenty. Minus two twenty is not a huge favorite. It's, it's also the way. Pardon? It's also the way you fight. Yeah, the hype it's just destroying you know? people, right? That's yeah. the thing. It reminds me of like, I mean, there's a lot of fighters that come to the UFC just knock people out. When you finish people, you get noticed. Like Casey O'Neill, for mm. instance, in uh, that division as well. Young girl, yeah. she's getting finishes. That's why she's getting noticed. All right, let's go to this fight. Jim Miller against Eric, the Ghost Pepper Gonzalez, Marcel. Kind of a weird match, I'll be honest with you. I was kind of surprised they booked this fight. And I'm not really mm -hmm. sure. Why didn't Nicholas Mata get the fight again? Because he was supposed to fight Miller. Any, you have any idea about that? No idea. Okay, so we have right now Jim Miller minus 210, plus 175 for the Ghost Pepper. Give me your thoughts on this one. Yeah, so I'm not going to make the same mistake I made last time. For me, it's like uh, Jim Miller is good in one round, and it's the first round. You know, after that, it's pretty much downhill for him. Mm -hmm. What I saw in his last fights, gotta say that maybe Shalaki and Pichel may be better fighters than Gonzalez. Don't know for sure, man. I saw Gonzalez fight many times in combat. He's a fun fighter, in my opinion, to watch. Uh, didn't get a title over there. He lost the Copa Combate uh, final against Humberto Bandanai. That was in 2019, and Bandanai never really could could do it in the UFC. So the two-fight win streak at this moment. I think he's a, he's, he's a pretty decent fighter, man, uh, Gonzalez. The thing is, uh, he's been submitting his career before, and Jim Miller can submit him in the first round. I mean, Jim Miller can do that, you know? Am I going for that one? No, because last time and the time before, I went with Jim Miller, and it bite me in the ass. So this time, I'm going for Gonzalez. And I'm going with a decision win, 29-28. He wins the second and third round. You know, this is um, an interesting fight. I, I can't. I don't think I could bet on Jim Miller in this fight, guys. Like, it's just it's kind of sketchy because, like you said, Marcel, with the, with the cardio issues, Gonzalez is a cardio machine, man. I mean, he gets stronger as the fight goes on, from what I've seen. I did watch his fights again. They're on YouTube. You guys can watch them. Kambache. Um, you know, he's a decent prospect, but I'll be honest with you, man. He 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 can be controlled on the ground. You know, uh, Rafa Garcia took him down, controlled him. Uh, Andreas Quintana submitted him. You know, the guy is good. He's a good, scrappy guy. Don't get me wrong. He, he he's, he's decent. But to me, I'm honestly surprised he didn't have to go through Contender Series. I'm not really sure why he got to go in the UFC and fight Jim Miller. It's kind of weird. Apparently, Jim Miller had an opponent for this card, but I don't know who his opponent was. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of, this Nobody match making, making me scratch my head a little bit. So I guess mm -hmm. it's somewhat generous for Eric Gonzalez. I mean, he can win, though. Don't get me wrong. He can win. It, I, but I still got to go with Jim Miller by submission, Marcel. Because what I've seen from Gonzalez, he does leave his neck out. And even against Rafa Garcia, didn't get finished, but had him in an arm triangle choke, had him in a rear naked choke. He does this against Jim Miller. Jim Miller is so good at getting your neck and just choking you out. Like, he's sure. amazing at it. One of the best guys. Or getting your arm and breaking it. <laughs> he's amazing on the ground. But again, 38 years old, the cardio is going to fade. This guy's only 29. I kind of feel like based on the odds of Dogger Pass, but for my pure pick, I got to go with Jim Miller by submission in the first round. That's what I'm picking myself. If he doesn't, though, I actually think he'll get finished by this guy. I don't think this fight goes the distance. Let me say that. Um, I don't 
uh, it's, hey, there's plus money on the on a finish in this fight. That's something I might have to consider myself, guys, because I personally feel like it's not going to the distance, Marcel. I mean, maybe it's a decision, but I don't think so. Let me get these comments. Mm-hmm. Oregon, Bueno, so the good top control. I want, think she wants to put Fiora on her back. That's what I'd like to see. Um, I mean, I remember she being on her back, though. I mean, against, uh, what was it called? All her fights that I've seen, she's been on her back, man. She hasn't really been on top. I'm just trying to remember, like, against, uh, what's it called? Marina Morose took her down and held her in that fight. Anyway, she's, she's decent. Don't get me wrong. But Montana took her down. I had a bed in her in that fight. But she got up a lot, too. If she does get in top, she could do some damage, for sure. You're right, if she does get in top. But from what I've seen, Fiora's wrestling is actually not bad either. So it's an interesting fight. Don't get me wrong. I, I think it, I think the line is fair, though. Two to one for Manon. I think that's very fair. Mm-hmm. Um, Doug says he likes Jim because of the experience. I agree with that too, Jim. I think that's a huge factor. I mean, I don't even know why I didn't mention that. I, mean, I think it goes without saying. He's got almost 50 fights and he's been in the UFC forever. So he's fought everyone that's good, right? Um, this is a, and again, Marcel, Eric Gonzalez couldn't beat guys like Rafa Garcia, Humberto Bandit, and these guys. Like, they're not even in the UFC. So, true, true. It's just that Jim Miller's 38 now. That's the thing, right? So at some point, he's going to slow ask, down. Ask me about this fight three years ago. I would go with Jim Miller. Yeah. Exactly. That's the thing. Time changes things, right? All right, let's go to this fight. I mean, talk about time and age. Andre Arlovsky, Marcel, he is one of the oldest guys in the UFC right now, guys. 42 years old, takes on 26-year-old Carlos Felipe, 16-year age gap, huge age gap. We have minus 110 each guy here, Marcel. It's a pure pick of fight. Um, looks like the market's having a hard time deciding, but I'm going to just go ahead and, and I'll give my pick for this one. I like Carlos Felipe in this fight, Marcel. And this is someone who didn't even think he won his last fight against Jay Collier. I don't think he won that fight. I don't think he beat Justin Toffa either. But even knowing that, I still think he beats Andre Arlovsky. I think it's a good matchup for this guy because of the amount of volume he throws. He's And he's moving forward the whole time. Always moving forward. And here's the thing. Andre, you know, yeah, he's got a lot of experience and stuff, but he's 42, guys, and there's a 16-year age gap. Anytime the age gap's that big, I'm always taking the younger guy. Every single time. And in this case, even though Andre's been looking good against uh, lately, he's been fighting guys like, you know, Chase Sherman. I mean, that's not a great win. You know, Tanner Booster, he shouldn't have won that fight. Philippe wins, uh, to me, it doesn't really mean much. I'm not saying Felipe is amazing by any means, but I think stylistically, guys, he wins this fight by decision, Marcel, most of the time, I would say. Uh, what do you think, man? Yeah, and Boring mm-hmm. is a distant. Fight goes distance. It's Let me double-check that for you, Boring again. Minus 160. So I'm pretty sure, I mean, both guys uh, – don't get me wrong, Felipe doesn't have much, or Arlovsky's chin is sketchy, but Felipe doesn't have much power. So I think it probably goes to the decision, and Felipe wins the decision. What do you think, Marcel? I'm going completely against you. I'm going with Arlovsky. Ah, decision. there we go. We have a big disagreement. I like Felipe a lot in this fight, man. I want to hear your thoughts on Andre. Besides the experience, I mean, tell me why you like him here. Felipe, man, I mean, his fight so far in the UFC. I honestly haven't been impressed at all, man. I, I know he come forward, you know. Yeah. Uh, when he gets a decision, he always acts like he won the Super Bowl. Uh, but, I mean, it just, I don't see it, man, you know. Uh, he is like, and he always acts like a Diaz brother uh, in the case, but really doesn't do anything of significant things, you know what I mean. He's on a pre-fight win streak, that looks good, you know. But I don't think he won his last two fights, to be really honest. Uh, the Castro fight, he, he won that fight. Uh, the Spivak fight, he he lost that fight. Was majority should have been unanimous, in my opinion. If you look at Arlovsky. Listen, man, I understand your concern with his age, with 40, being 42. You know, he's not. He's not. Listen, man, he's he's not going to get any ranked opponents anymore. I think Andrei Arlovsky. You know, but this is a guy, Felipe. I just don't see it, man. And maybe yeah. I'm wrong, and I'll come back next time and say, Adam, you saw it correctly. I didn't saw it correctly. But I feel Arlovsky uh, is probably even has a better cardio than Felipe. I, I go with Arlovsky, man. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I like I like Felipe, man. I, I think he wins the decision probably, guys. I, I just think the volume is going to be the difference. And honestly, it could be one of those fights where, like, Arlovsky does land the cleaner shots, but because this guy's walking forward, the judges give him the, 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 the uh, division. You're right, Arlovsky's chin has been great. I don't know if he'll get knocked out in this fight. It has looked pretty good in like, uh, the last few years. Felipe's a nice heavier prospect, fight of, my, fight of the night for, for Doug. I think he's decent. I just like the matchup for him. That's all. It's all matchups for me, Marcel. Everything's a different matchup. Mm-hmm. All right. Now let's go to the main event here, guys. Aspen Ladd against Norman Dumont. You talk about strange masters, Marcel. Very, very bizarre circumstances. Aspen Ladd's supposed to fight two weeks ago, 135, misses weight against Mason Chason. Fight is canceled. Norman Dumont's supposed to fight Holly Holm. Fight gets canceled now. Dumont's fighting Ladd. Five-round fight. Um, the first time I think both girls have fought five rounds in the UFC, so that'll be interesting. Uh, right now, the odds are pretty competitive, but minus 135 for Ladd, plus 115 for Norman Dumont. What do you think, Marcel? Yeah, so Aspen Ladd, um, after that uh, weight cutting issue, like two weeks ago, she makes a quick return to face Norma Dumont. Uh, weight class higher. It's good to mention that, 145 for this one. Yeah, of course. Sorry, I'm um, sure you mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> it goes all the same. Yeah. No problem. Um, I, th- I feel like, you know, Aspen Ladd has looked good so far in her UFC career. You know, besides that uh, knockout against Jermaine Durandamy or the, the TKO with that one punch, uh, She's nasty, you know. She's nasty. She she she's strong. Uh, she can take you to the ground. She can pound you out. She, she's really good, man. I think Aspen Lat is kind of uh, got, got shit on because she pulled out of fights, but she's really good, man. And she's in the cage, in my opinion. If you look at Norma Dumont, uh, good one last time out for her against Felicia Spencer was a split. I had it just unanimous. I picked I had Dumont. I picked Spencer to win, but I had Dumont winning after all watching the fight. Uh, got a win over Ashley Evan Smith, and before that, she got stopped by Megan Anderson. Um, the thing is, man, Aspen Watt, I think she has she has more qualities, man. She's good on the ground. She's solid standing. Uh, overall, a good fighter. I really like Aspen Watt. She's still young as well. Uh, I'm taking Aspen Watt here, and I'm taking her via TKO in the second or third round. All right, cool. And by the way, Glenn said he was picking uh, he's picking Orlovsky as well. So there you go. And Felipe says he's a fan, or uh, Doug said Felipe's a fan favorite. Sure, he's okay. So my thoughts on the main event, I, I think it's a very competitive fight for sure. Um, you know, Aspen Ladd is someone that I like and I've bet on her, I think in all of her fights, um, you know, for the most part. And she's very dominant, especially at 135. And earlier in her career at 125, I mean, very dominant to ground and pound. Like just super, super strong. Uh, gets you down. But, you know, this is a different matchup, guys. First off, it's at 145. It's not 135. She's not going to have that size and weight advantage. She's kind of a bully. I mean, she missed, she's missed weight multiple times. She just kind of is a bully in this weight class at 135. Let's just call it what it is. Again, I like the girl. She's a good fighter, and she has great ground game, great ground and pound. But, you know, Norma Dumont, Marcel, she's really good grappler too, guys. Very hard to take down. Wasn't taken down at all by Felicia Spencer. Not once. I know Felicia didn't really like you know go for as many takedowns as someone would have hoped, but still didn't. That's and Felicia Spencer is like she she's she submitted like like everyone else in that division. Like she's I, you know what? Felicia doesn't have that nastiness. Aspen has. Let, let me keep talking. Let me, let me go through my breakdown. <laughs> Probably not, but you know Ashley Evan Smith too. I mean that was obviously it's not an amazing win, but that is a good grappler, and she was able to completely dominate in the grappling and, and dominate the stand up. Obviously got KO'd by. Megan Anderson, which at the time looked bad and we all thought she kind of sucked, but this is a girl that's made a lot of improvements in my opinion. And, you know, the fact that UFC booked her against Holly Holm, I think they thought she was even going to be competitive with Holly Holm. It's an interesting fight, Marcel, but the thing is that I look at this fight, you know, Aspen Ladd needs to get takedowns to win her fights, I think. I, I don't think on the feet she's that good. She doesn't move her head, guys. She doesn't move her head at all. 
she keeps on the center line. And you look at the uh, the fight with Jermaine Duran, you just kept her head straight up and got, and listen, it was an early stoppage, but who knows what it probably would have even hurt even worse as the fight went on. That to me is maybe one of the keys to this fight because I think Dumont's a better striker and I think better movement on the feet. You know, I am worried that in that third third round that Spencer got taken down at the end of the fight, uh, end of the round or reverse or something, and she was on her back. But you know, I don't know. Aspen Lad, too many question marks for me, Marcel. Too, she hasn't fought in two years. She she's coming off a bad weight cut two weeks ago. Uh, there's too many factors going against her, guys. I think this fight's basically a pick 'em fight. I'm going to side with the uh, underdog here, Norma Dumont. Think she can really, uh, you know, surprise some people in this fight, Marcel. To me, she's she's kind of improving a lot and kind of underrated. It's just, gang, it's not one thirty-five pound fight; it's one forty-five pound fight, guys. You know, Aspen, I loved her against Macy Sason. I don't really like her in this matchup. Uh, Ellington says Aspen's overlooked. I don't think she's overlooked at all, guys. I mean, she's ranked number three in the division. She hasn't fought in two years. Like, if anything, she's probably ranked too high. She hasn't fought in forever. Don't get me wrong. I like Aspen Lai. She's young. She's only 26. She's a good fighter. I wouldn't be surprised if she won. But I think this. I think the matchup is actually decent for Norma Dumont from what I've seen. She keep the fight standing and, and outbox Aspen Lai. I think she's better striking. So it's just tough because Lad has been off her small. Maybe she's really improved that aspect of her game. But from what I saw before, her striking was not that good, Marcel, in my opinion. Straight wager likes Norma. So do I, man. I think she's just a better fighter at this point in, in this division. So we'll see what happens next week, Marcel. I mean, it's good to have some disagreement. I think we've been, you know, uh, last week, did you pick? Uh, who'd you pick? Dern or Rodriguez? I can't remember. Who'd you pick last week? I picked Dern. You picked Oh, we have a disagreement with the women's. Okay. So there we go. All right. So just going through the card again, um, you know, some underdogs that I picked. Uh, Felipe. I don't know. That's a pick up, actually. Sorry. Uh, Marcel likes Gonzalez as a dog. And I liked uh, Sanchez. And what was that? Who else? Marcel? No. I don't know. Ooh, yeah, no, that's it. I think that's it. And Dumont for me. So just the, the, the two. That's what I was going to say. So right now, anyways, and lines can change. All right, let's talk about the tender series. We've got a card tonight, Marcel. We'll talk about it for five minutes. Now, I just want to say one thing before we start uh, this, you know, look at this card. Two guys miss weight. And as I made, the, you know, my, my tweet yesterday, I said, it's like miss. It's like being late for a job interview. It's like, it's like not showing up on time for work kind of thing. It really is, Marcel. It really is. So Jake Hadley missed weight. He's a good prospect, right? The other guy was Christian Rodriguez. He missed weight. I put some tweet out saying, I'm like, listen, man, like, you know, these guys are good prospects, but Dana White's probably not going to sign him. He's never signed anyone before, guys, that's missed weight off the show. I put the tweet out. Jake Hadley's manager, I guess, saw my tweet. He goes, you don't know what you're talking about or something. Like, he's like, you don't know anything about weight cutting. There's always, there's, like, there's multiple reasons why guys miss weight. And I'm like, I was like, that's cool, man. I'm like, some guy paired on MMA lawyer, some, some guy on Twitter. I was like, I'm like, I'm like, he goes like, he's like, that's a very simple take, right? And I was like, I'm like, okay, I could get pissed at this guy for, for, you know, for making a comment, but I could also just, you know, give him a simple response. I said, that's cool, man, but here's a fact for you, buddy. Zero fighters have been signed off the show that missed weight. Dana White will not sign these guys if they, if they win tonight, Marcel. They won't sign them. They might give him another fight. Tell me yes or no. Will they sign them if they, if they win? Yes or no? Probably not, man. Even if it's uh, they maybe booking for another contender series fight, but that's I, that, that's I, the best hope you get. You get another contender. Yeah. Why would you sign a guy that can't make weight in the contender series to the UFC? Tell me why, Marcel. Tell me why. Honestly, it, it's just not worth it. Like, there's too much of a headache. There's too many guys that are already missing weight. Anyways, this guy this card. Sorry. By the way, no disrespect to Jake Hatley. I like the guy, but he was talking crap on Cage Warriors guys who were fighting. I know. He was the one talking shit last week when the guy missed weight. Now he's the guy who misses weight. I just thought it was funny how his manager went and defended him. And I'm like, I was like, he goes, that's a very simple take. I just thought it was funny, right? So I'm like, all right. 
it was obviously a rude comment, but why would why would you get upset at the guy? Just go in and, and fire it back at him. I go, that's cool, man. But again, here's a fact for you. Dana White's never signed anyone in five years. In five years, Marcel, never signed anyone off the uh, show that's missed. Wait, and they won't tonight. So let's just go through the card here, guys, really quick. The last thing we'll talk about before we get here. I think we got five minutes left. Yeah, we got a few minutes, not even five. But all right, Marcel, Marita Silva against Catherine Paprocki. Silva minus 370, Paprocki plus 310. You like uh, Silva in this fight? She was supposed to fight... Um, What's her name? Uh, Juarez, and the fight got yeah. uh, rebooked against Pat Rocky, so she's stepping on short notice. I, I think Silva obviously should win, right? I agree. Yeah. Next fight here, Chris. Uh, or yeah, Chris Duncan against Slava Borshev. Marcel, uh, interesting fight. Marcel, the odds are close. Minus one thirty-five for Duncan, plus one fifteen for Borshev. And you know, Duncan was supposed to fight a few weeks ago. And I really liked him. I can't remember he's supposed to fight now. The fight got scratched, but uh, you know, this is a closer fight, I think, Marcel. But I, I still gotta go Duncan, though. What do you think? For sure, man. I think Duncan as well is a great prospect. And uh, I'm happy you got uh, another fight booked there. Jose, I don't know if it's his, I don't know, 100% sure he's the manager. Someone from Paradigm, MMA lawyer on Twitter. I mean, the guy, he, Dave, like Dave, I said, he, 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 what? What? David Fish, I saw. Yeah, he's yeah, welcome to have his own opinion. He's welcome to have it. But I have my own opinion. My opinion is you're not going to get signed. It's not even an opinion. That's a fact, Marcel. It's actually not an opinion. It's a fact. Dana White's never signed anyone's this way. And he actually said in the press conference two weeks ago, John Morgan asked him, like, would you consider signing a guy to miss weight? He goes, ah, probably not. You know what I mean? That's what he says. You know, it's case by yeah. case, obviously, guys, but probably not. This is the one time you don't want to miss weight. Even if they're impressive, Dan will sign. I agree, Doug. They won't. All right, next fight here, Marcel. We've got Jake Hadley. That's the guy we're talking about against Miss Propose. I mean, even though he missed weight, I'm still picking him to win. Don't get me wrong. He's going to win this fight, I think. He is a good prospect. And it's a shame he missed weight because I think this is a guy that is UFC caliber. I'm not saying he didn't deserve being in the UFC, guys. I think he should be. But again, if you can't make weight, why would why really are you going to be in the UFC? So I think he wins Marcel. But if you're Dana White and, and Sean Shelby and Mick Mayer, you're just shaking your head right now. Give me your thoughts. Would have been 100% signed by the UFC if he wins this one. So, I mean, if he made weight. So the thing is, maybe they will make an exception. I don't know. But I'll be surprised because Dana normally doesn't do that. So... But I'd be surprised I, I too. I, the only thing I could think is like if they were like, hey, this kid took it on like you know a couple days' notice and he flew over from England or something, and he makes it some big statement. But if I'm Dana White, like and you have six hundred guys on the roster, why would you sign a guy who can't even make weight for the contender series? You know, Marcel, that's just my opinion. I mean, this guy maybe goes to one thirty five. He's not as good. All right, next two fights: uh, Martin Boudet, huge favorite, minus six fifty against Lorenzo Hood. Martin Boudet is going to win this one too. I mean, he's a huge favorite, guys. Um, obviously, Hood got some power. He's a big dude, but. Marcel, I think Boudet is actually a decent uh, heavyweight. Um, he's only 29 years old. So uh, you look at uh, Hood, way older, I believe. He's 30, uh, 32. Not really way older, but he's been fighting a long time. He's been fighting since 2009 on and off. Uh, took some years off, came back, looked good. But I think Boudet probably would kick him down, grind him out, Marcel. What do you think? Let's be honest, man. Boudet has also fought better competition, man. Hood is on, on the three, I know, uh, winning streak right now against... Fighters who are four and seventeen, two and eight, and one and ten. So I mean, uh, Boudet should have his way with him, to be honest. Man. And again, his only loss is to Juan Espino. That's not a bad loss. Yeah. Better than now. Uh, that way, now Boudet can get a contract, doesn't get flat on the hood. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know what? It probably is good for Martin because you know, if he doesn't, if he just wins, they might sign him just because they probably, you know, aren't going to sign those other guys. And here's another guy, Miss Weight, Christian Rodriguez. Marcel came in at one thirty-seven point two five for bantamweight fight. So Miss Weight by one point two five pounds. Against Reyes Cortez, that's Tracy Cortez's brother, and yeah. obviously their their older brother used to be an MMA fighter like twenty years ago for the uh, Rage in the Cage. I think that was the promotion in the Arizona Marcel. Pretty crazy, eh? 
So pretty crazy story. And this would be the third uh, Cortez fighter or second Cortez fighter in the UFC, but third in their family that's fighting. Uh, give me your thoughts on this one. Minus 210 for Rodriguez. You miss weight plus 175 for Cortez. Do you think Cortez can win this fight? It's possible, but I still be going with Rodriguez, man. Uh, I, I like Rodriguez. I saw him fighting LFM and CFFC. Um, got some good wins there. Um, then I saw the battle to fight. He fought. I, I, I haven't seen that one. Uh, the Cortez looks like a fun prospect to me, man. But I mean, I think Rodriguez overall a better fighter. So I would pick Rodriguez in this one. And also a big problem here, he also missed weight. So yeah. Yeah, and the crazy thing with this guy is you know, he was actually on that card, the uh, the Pitbull Chandler card, Marcel. He opened, I think he was on the prelims for that card. So, I mean, the mm-hmm. Delta had him at one point. He was just one, one of those one-fight deals and went to LFA and CFFC. He's looked great, man. Uh, I think this guy is really good, and he honestly should be in the UFC, but he missed weight. So, I just don't know if I could – I don't know, Marcel. What do you think? Could you Could you sign him if he wins? I mean – even if you missed it. It's 100% up to Dana, McMaynard, Sean Shelby. You know, I mean, if he has a good performance, I would say why not. And the thing is, if you don't make weight next time, you're going away close up. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know, man. It's not up to us. I mean, if it's a good performance, you might look the other way, you know, but uh, I don't know. Jose asking is Reyes Cortez older than Brian. I just checked Brian's 30 and Reyes is 29. Um, again, they had an, I can't remember their, what is their older brother's name? The one that passed away, Marcel, uh, and let me, let me check. Let me check guys. I gotta, yeah. I gotta remember this one. Cause it's, it's not right for me to mention the guy's name. His name was Jose, Jose Cortez. Yeah. So it's crazy that, you know, Tracy, uh, she saw him, uh, fight when he, she was a kid or something and, and, uh, you know, watched and, and, and just kind of, you know, basically followed in his footsteps. It was pretty crazy. And, Tracy's obviously a good fighter. All right. I think that's it really for uh, for Contender Series and for UFC, Marcel. Um, mm-hmm. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? Let me just – I can double check the news quickly, guys. We're already past an hour. We've got to get out of here. But, uh, I mean, I think we got everything we wanted to talk about for the most part, Marcel. So, uh, get, plug your stuff, man. Let's get you saw, you guys enjoy you the saw, by the way, you saw yeah. Chuck Liddell's post on Instagram. Yeah, he said – so Chuck, we should give an update for that. Yeah, Chuck said – because we talked about it yesterday. So, Chuck said that yeah. it was actually him that was the one who was the victim of domestic violence and – I don't. I, I'm listen. It's just a very complicated issue. We don't know much details, yeah. but it's just bizarre that he would get arrested and have to post a twenty thousand dollar bond when it was him that was the one getting attacked. It doesn't really make sense to me. So I'm not really sure what's going on, but I just hope the best for them, man. You know, Marcel. I just hope the best the, for that family. The Pena situation even looks worse. You know, uh, since yesterday. Luis Pena apparently uh, hit his girlfriend, and some other woman tried to intervene. He hit her too. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. So he's gonna get cut. I, UFC really needs to put their foot down, man. But honestly, like you look at the NFL, for instance, they, you know, they, they cut uh, or they basically, you know, John Gruden got canceled or whatever they want to say, uh, fired, right, by the, by the Raiders. But there's a lot of NFL players that are still playing that beat their girlfriends and wives. There's videos of guys like they've hit girls and video on video and they're still in the NFL. Kareem Hunt, for instance, uh, Joe Mixon. These guys are still good players in the NFL. So I just think in general, you know, the, the leagues will look the other way for the most part, guys. It, it's stupid, but it's just the way it is. And Marcus, last question of the day, any news on Strickland getting another opponent? He just posted a video about Blah Mahan said no, and he wants to fight in January now. So I think they're going to give Sean his own card, Marcel. I talked about this the other day. Remember I said that card's too stacked? I would rather have Strickland get his own card. Then the fight gets canceled, he's going to get his own card. So I think Sean Strickland, you know, if Kevin Holland beats Dawkins, they could do that. Jack Hermanson would be a really good fight. That would be a really good fight. Honestly, I never really understood the Rockwell fight. I know they were shit-talking and stuff, but Rockwell wasn't even ranked. I didn't really see the benefit for uh, – for same, taking that same. fight. I never really knew why he took it. Um, especially knowing that Rockwell always hurt. 
Marcel, plug yourself that's scary here. Big Marcel24, Twitter, Instagram, MMADNA.NL, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Guys, follow me on Twitter at MMMattermartinPodcast, MMAOzGregory.com. We've got our YouTube channel, obviously. Subscribe, like all that stuff. We're on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, all those places, guys. Uh, also follow me over at BJPen.com, my MMAnews.com, uh, and uh, let's see, your Elite Sports Betting, Elite Fantasy, and also with bookies.com and the all-star. So a lot of places these days, busy, busy, but love it. And uh, appreciate everyone who's in the chat today. Talk to you later, guys. Good luck with everyone in the bed. And let's go with Norma Dumont so I can be uh, right and Marcel could be wrong once again.